This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dot, I assume Tom. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with film director Eva Lenska, whose new film, Little French Fish, is about an interfaith relationship between a Muslim man and an Orthodox Jewish woman uh, in uh, in Paris. So this is uh, interesting times for people. Um, I know Israel just signed a peace accord between uh, the UAE and Bahrain, so that's, uh, you know, an added bonus for the story to open things up a little more for people. Exactly, yes. Yeah. I agree. How did you come up with the idea of it being an Orthodox Jewish woman instead of somebody that was Reformed or conservative or, you know, Sephardine or Mizrahi that uh, ends up with the uh, character or Jonah's character? Actually, yes. Uh, actually, I lived in Israel. So I saw all the environment and, you know, I decided to take the classical character and I think it represents the story in the most best way. Yes. So, and especially, you know, I also base the story somehow in the book, which already exists, which been written by Marina Kokosch, French writer. So I put two things together, her ideas and my ideas. And actually, we did what we did. Right. Well... I'm, I'm interested in how people are going to react to it because my family is also from the Middle East. So we've seen Muslims marry Christians and Jews marry Muslims before. And it's just not very much talked about. But now here it is happening in the Western world where people try to still hold on to the, to the old ways and make it more difficult. In a sense, sometimes become more conservative when they go to the West. Yes, you're absolutely right. In um, this story is take completely different result and effect in different country. But my story, it's happened in Paris. So it's quite a big community of Jewish, Orthodox and Muslim. So the reaction is not going to be the same. It's different all the time. So, I mean, it depends which, in which country we're talking now about. But in Paris, love is always on top of everything. <laughs> so you they see? tell us. Yeah, have you been in Paris yourself? No, not yet. Just as a just as a layover. You should go. Yeah. And in this film, of course, there's a love story. It's a little bit cultural, but I also try to show the beauty of Paris. So when you see a film, you're gonna like have this kind of traveling. Uh, with the but film, you should go physically. Yes. I I will one day for sure once uh, once they allow us. Uh, the film's going to be shown at the Chelsea Film Festival in New York, uh, October 15th through the 18th. Uh, New York also has a large uh, Jewish and Muslim pop population as well. Um, what has the European reaction been to your film so far? And have you also shown it in Israel and other parts of the Middle East and seen what they've thought about this? Look, uh, I didn't make like statistic, mm -hmm. but before I shot the film, I chatted with different kind of people from, I mean, from film world and just people who is not involved. So the same is very interesting in which country is completely different. For example, in Paris, this is, is not a shocking story. 
I mean, they, they take this quite normal. They think like to be together between Jewish and Muslim is quite, is normal. It's not a big case. But, you know, for example, let's say in Russia, because I was born in Moscow, so in, in Russia, this is made much more critical reaction because in Russia it's not happening often. Is I don't even have one example. So in London is more conservative. I don't know in America. I mean, we're going to see the result of Chelsea Film Festival. We will find out soon. What is your opinion? If they're happy, they're happy. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yes, but you know, you have your family behind. And right. uh, for many people, family, this is the most important thing. Right. I mean, the opinion of your parents. Right. And I have a lot of friends like this in America, in New York especially, who are not going to marry someone if the parents not agree. Could you imagine in, in our time, uh, the adult people who count the opinion of the parents as the first. And I have respect for this mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes if the parents are behind it, they're behind it. Sometimes they're not. You have to go where you need to go. You know, uh, even, uh, depends on, you know, most religions will even tell you, even in the Jewish Bible, it tells you, you know, you have to leave your father's house and go be with your wife. So. Yes, correct. But this is why I made this film. It's not always happened like this. I fortunately, mm-hmm. so sometimes love is win. Sometimes not. So this is why I just ask myself, I need to put this discussion in front of the audience and each one going to decide what the choice is. Because in my film, I never going to give a final answer. My final is always open and you choose which you want. Because even in this film, I make this kind of final for this movie like, you can think maybe we will go together. Maybe they broke up forever. Right. You choose and you have hundreds of percent of fact for both possibility. Mm-hmm. So this is what I like to do. I mean, you know, I studied journalism for five years. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing what I just take for me seriously and like what is my principle? One of my principles, I never give my personal opinion. I give all the facts. And you choose and you pick what you want. I just need to give information more precise as I can. Right. So this is what I do with the film. I do the information. Well, we used I to give be like information. that. <laughs> our, yeah. our press used to be like that over here. Now everyone's a little too opinionated. Really? Yeah. Well, what can yeah. you do? That's life. It'll, it'll get back to it eventually. You know, things yeah. uh, go and come. But I, I love the fact that, that you leave the story open-ended, you leave it to interpretation, and the fact that, you know, sometimes love doesn't always win, but sometimes, you know, you're better off when it does, sometimes you're better off when it doesn't. Um, at least they had each other for the duration of the relationship. You know what I would like to say? Mm-hmm. You know, this COVID story, what's happened with all the world, is... In my opinion, how I see what's happened is change a little bit of um, our understanding of uh, this problematic. Because today, I think this is just one thing what we have in our hand. This is love. This has really become on top of every everything. Because when you stay six months alone, if you're single, for example, 
in isolation in the apartment, everything what you want is just take someone in your hand and just, you know, like feel this human being presence, somebody who has good feeling for you as well. So I, for me personally, all the films would have been done before COVID era and after is completely different story. Even me, I change. Now I'm working a new script. So even me, I change sometimes my principle. And I would like to go and be more emotional, more open, you know, like much more real, if you understand what oh, I yeah. mean. Did you feel that you were more closed off before, more more stoic, more, you know, just to yourself and you were happy alone? Or now do you feel that you're more emotional and more open, not only just to romantic love, but to, to you know, spiritual love and love amongst friends and family? 100% second thing. I mean, I become much more open and, you know, like... I'm happy and I'm happy to forgive everything. I mean, if we're talking about personal relation, you know, yes, it's changed me for good. Definitely. And you? Um, you know, I've been quite relaxed to be honest with you. Uh, really? oh yeah. I spent a lot more time praying now. I spent a lot more time reading than before. Uh, mm-hmm. just, uh, reflecting on things that were a little more important than uh, we assumed they should have been. You're right. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And exactly. Uh, um, take me through the process of making this film because you're in Paris. You want to showcase the city. You want to showcase the idea of love is, is love itself. Um, and it can transcend religion sometimes in this instance, or sometimes it can be influenced by it. Uh, when you were going along with the story itself, was it always the intent to leave it open-ended or was there a part of you that wanted to sit there and have it definitive? Yes, they're together. No, they're, they're not together. But in the filming process said, no, it's better this way to leave it uh, up to the audience to decide. Look, um, we know to make a film is, is a magical thing. You never know a hundred percent as a director what you're going to change or not. So, yes, I, I added the script already when we moved in Paris because all the cast, all team is came from London to Paris. So we all traveled. And uh, yes, when we start shooting, I change a lot of things and sometimes in dialogue. And yes, and I open this final normally in the real uh, original story is men who live the film future and women stay alone and decide if I'm going to speak to him or not. And in the last moment, I decided to change because I just put me in the shoes of woman and I realized it's enough. It's already been a lot. So no, she gonna leave. <laughs> she gonna leave first and he gonna stay and he gonna make a decision. If he gonna go and uh, gonna say everything or he will stay and choose his family because he's not gonna move so and i opened like this big plan of uh, man face the character and i try to like really show which changement this emotion making is his face is his eyes because he is not decided yet even himself because he has heart in one hand and he has family in another hand. It's a big battle and woman's just here, the last chance. So I just like finish with his face, the film, because even me, I don't know what he decided. 
opinion. I don't know his final decision, but I, I guess, I guess, I hope he will go and continue and gonna speak to her finally. Well, I want to hear what the audience theories are going to be in uh, in New York in comparison to what it was in London and what it was in France. Yeah, I will find out soon. <laughs> we already have a conference with Chelsea Film Festival a few days ago. So, yes, we are really looking forward. So it's going to be really interesting. And with everything going on, I know how, how strict New York has been. Uh, is there going to be uh, an audience in person or is it going to be a, a Zoom panel type deal? Like, How's that going to work, especially with the world the way it is? Wow. This is very painful question, honestly, because look, this film being officially uh, involved and selected in 25 film festival since the COVID started. And you know, I like New York and I live in London. So I've been invited in 25 um, Beverly Hills, 25 university, uh, anniversary Beverly Hills Film Festival. So I was like, I think this is my chance to go again, you know, to Beverly Hills in Los Angeles. It's been canceled. You know, Washington Jewish Washington Film Festival is was 30 anniversary, big event, it's been canceled, you know. So for me, it's dramatic because when we go, we meet audience, but we also meet in other filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And this is what is really important in this business. The last one, what I did is was a Berlin Film Festival. I did this, I was so scared to go because it was already announced, but I, I did it. And I'm so happy because, you know, it was the last one in real life. I fortunately, Chelsea Film Festivals will be Zoom as well. Okay. You know, uh, even before the British Film Festival was going to be open, I mean, recently, uh, also Zoom. Uh, it's heartbreaking. I get my invitation, you know, for red carpet. And this year, my red carpet is going to be in my apartment. So. <laughs> it's going to It's going to be you, your puppy, and a nice dress. Yeah, and my telephone, yes. <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah. But at least you have good lighting, so you'll be okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I will do. But, you know, now I'm uh, trying to realize we live in a little bit different circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I'm just creating now a new project exactly uh, like based on the new rules, what we have in UK very strict. I mean, how many people you bring on the set, how you work with the artist. And you know, it's an, it's an interesting challenge for me because before it was easy. I mean, easier. Today is more difficult to get money for the film, more difficult to be, to have a good conversation with distribution because even yeah, zero people in the film future is disaster somehow for the industry. So we adapt ourselves. And we're starting to create completely different things. I don't, I don't judge if it's good or bad. It's just different. And everything was different. It's a little possibility, you know, to project and make something completely new mm-hmm. and maybe amazing. Sure. So I try to take this also as a chance, and especially for filmmakers is a less competition on the moment because you need to survive. It's a completely different story. And, you know, I'm from the country where everybody survived. Mm-hmm. I can say this. I, it's a great country, but this is the thing. We, are, we have this kind of thing historically. Mm-hmm. So, 
this is normal somehow for me. So I try to find the best possibility to to keep doing, you know. You're you're working hard. I think it's going to be interesting with the skeleton crews. I think because it's going to be limited, uh, not only with budget, but with with the ability to put more people on set or more people available to work on set, that we're going to become far more story focused in the next five to 10 years than we have been in the last uh, decade or so, where it was mostly special effect blockbuster movies that we cared about. Yes, but we have one more thing, you know, like people have a lot of content on the internet. It is not the same kind of emotion you have when you watch a movie from by internet, you know. It's a little bit different because you're not participating with the audience like in big film feature. So, yes, I think content going to be also different in, in maybe even like already in a few months. We're going to see completely different kind of storytelling images and I think less dialogue much more images what because think- everything online now you know and people become quite tired mm-hmm. quickly yeah what do you think is going to happen uh, content wise like here in the United States we just got an announcement that Regal Cinema um, is going to be closing yet again because you know, the blockbuster movies, the new James Bond movie and a couple others have been pushed back to 2021. So they said there's no point for us to stay open if the Megaplex, you know, 27 uh, house movie theater isn't going to be uh, available for anything, you know, any big movies. Um, how do you think with the, with the movie theaters themselves now closing down, it's going to affect this? It's already have a huge, you know, a huge effect in all industry because everything connected. Honestly, I would love all the film fetch open again soon as possible. Because I mean, you know why. Yeah. We have a contact with the audience. We have the human being they would like to be together somehow and especially to participate in this thing like you just announced. It. But I mean, in fact what's happened, everything going to be uh, online, it's already like this. So in one hand, I have my hope. In one hand, I have a reality, the same as you do. So let's pray to to come back together. And I mean, to be together, to see everything what's happening in films together. For the moment, we are all separated and we all have different kind of images and impression. Honestly, I don't have a 100% answer. You do? No, I don't have one either. You know, I just, uh, I want to see what the future holds and hopefully we'll be able to get together more at some point. Yes. From uh, my side, I trying to found the possibility to, uh, have a chance produce a good quality contact, like really keep the quality, but to make the less budget as possible. And we have this possibility now because the technique is amazing. So yes. And so many, I mean, a lot of people now have much more flexibility. This is a good thing before you cannot call. I mean, with some demand, like if you're starting filmmaker today, I mean, people are much more flexible and this is good. And the fact that we have a 4k camera in our pocket most often than not. Yes, yes. Look, I'm not uh, ready yet to make my film in uh, like uh, my iPhone. I know it's already been done and even successfully a few times. But for the moment, I'm not ready yet because 
I mean, I feel the difference and it's mean audience will feel the difference. So I, I will continue with the professional camera, but we have different kind of solution to, I mean, everything about the script, honestly, and concept, the technique coming in the second way. I will keep my big camera because I love it. Uh, but I'm gonna change completely the script to found the chance to produce everything quickly because timing is very important on the moment. And it was important, but now you need to make cheap, high quality and quick because everything's so strict and limitation. You never know what's going to be tomorrow. Today we have six people on set in the room, tomorrow maybe two. You need to be ready for everything. Well, it's going to be an interesting future, but one advantage for, for the Chelsea Film Festival to be going online is for those of us that can't make it to New York, we can stay home across the United <laughs> States and, and in North America and say, oh yeah, there's there's that movie that we heard about that's going to be playing in New York. Let's sign on to the Chelsea website and, and check out you know, everything that's uh, that's available to us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, you know... Eva, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And I know Little French Fish is going to be again at the Chelsea Film Festival, October 15th through 18th. Uh, say, you know, I have tickets for the film festival or I want to purchase tickets for the film festival and I'm scrolling through the list. What's one reason I should stop and decide to watch Little French Fish? Um, the reason, especially... This is a film about love. Yeah, trust me, it's very film what's been done about real, very, I mean, profound, deep love emotion. So if you feel this thing, if you're interested to see Romeo and Juliet, you're going to stop with Little French Fish. If you would like to travel to Paris, you will stop with Little French Fish. If you would like to see a beautiful woman and handsome man, Stay with a little French fish. And especially one more purpose, you meet me in person and you're going to let me know in person what do you think. When I finally meet you in person, you got it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Eva Lenska, thank you so very much for your time. Little French Fish will be in the Chelsea Film Festival October 15th through the 18th. Uh, I wish we could be there in person, but this is uh, how we're going to have to make do. If people want to connect with you or the film, where can we find you on social media or your website? Um, yes, it's Evalanska. This is uh, my website, Evalanska. My Instagram is Evalanska. My Facebook is Evalanska. Same name. <laughs> Good, you kept it easy for everybody. Yes, I do. Evalanska, thank you so very much for your time. Congratulations on the film. Thank you, Robert. And next film festival, I will see you face to face. Could I make a screenshot, a uh, picture? Like selfie, both of us. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Smile. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't shaved in a couple of days, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Amazing. so very much. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Speak soon. All right. Take Robert. care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.